Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to You Know It's Fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in professional wrestling. I am your host. My name is Brian Breaker, and uh, welcome to the show. We got a great show for you today. I know it's a day late, but that is okay. Sometimes, uh, sometimes these uh, you you think a once a week is like ah, oh, that's easy to do, but uh, as any podcaster knows, sometimes it's just harder to get things done uh, than you anticipate usually. So, uh, definitely excited to. Uh, to share my guest this week, Nick Haddix will be joining me along with his son, uh, Caden, uh, joining as well. So it'll be really cool to have Nick and Caden on the show. We talk wrestling, of course. We're going to talk some figures. We're going to talk all that cool stuff, wrestling fandom. And, you know, a lot about uh, him getting to share that with his three sons, which is a really cool thing. And um, to me, I, you know, I get to share that with my nephew. He loves pro wrestling, and that's a big thing we've connected on over the years. And I think that that's really cool to have that. And speaking of my nephew, Wyson, he actually stopped by the house the other day. Uh, him and my dad did. And uh, we watched the Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns Crown Jewel main event. Wyson's a huge Roman, or excuse me, a huge Logan and Jake Paul fan. So the fact that Jake Paul came out and Logan Paul was wrestling, he was absolutely all about it. So I couldn't, you know, not let him talk about it afterwards, because anytime he sees my podcasting room and all this equipment, he has to come check it out, as, as most kids are very curious about it. So let's not waste any more time here. Let's kick it over to my brief little conversation with my nephew, Wyson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with my nephew, Wyson. Wyson, what's going on, buddy? Not a lot. I just, we got done watching the wrestling match. Who did we watch? Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns are not going to have a very good match. Very good match. Are you, You're a little upset by it, though? Very upset that Roman Reigns beat Logan Paul. Did you think Logan Paul was going to win? He's only had three matches. Ooh. Roman Reigns is the universal champion. Roman Reigns, just so you know this, you suck. No one likes you. You're a big Logan Same. Paul fan, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I watch Logan Paul and Jake Paul all the time. I, wa I like watching them box. They're great at boxing. And you like watching their YouTube stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Do you think um, the rumor is Logan Paul's going to get a wrestling figure soon? Would yeah, Logan Paul, um, I do want your figure, and I know wrestling. I've always liked WWE, but I definitely gonna get your figure i'm a huge fan of you and jake paul your brother so i don't really have a lot to say but well but you were kind of upset by the match but do you think that we'll see logan paul wrestling again oh yeah yeah it looks like we might see him and his brother against the usos you think that'd be a good yeah, match i really do jake um you aren't even a wrestler and He's a good boxer, yes. though. 
Yeah, but he was freaking kicking Nose's butt. <laughs> it was one on two, and he, he did was, pretty good for a little he bit. He was didn't he? tearing him up. No, it's not that he didn't do good for a little bit. He did good the whole time. The good the whole time. 100%. Okay, well, excuse me. Well, so tell some some the listeners who are some of your favorite wrestlers. So my favorite wrestlers are Logan Paul and. Hmm. AJ Styles? Yeah, AJ, I've met him before, actually. He, you gave him a too sweet, didn't you? Yeah, he's very cool, but really. Like, I think when I talked to him, he was like, cowboy. He was like, talked like a cowboy. That's because he has an accent. You know what yeah. that means? Mm, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, uh, so you like like Logan Paul, like AJ Styles, like, yeah. you like Samoa Joe? I know you like him. So... I really do want Jake Paul to be a wrestler. Because Jake Paul, if you go to WWE, just think about you and your brother on a team, you'd be the world's best team. You would become the champions. And, like, it's cool. And us, we can hear his dog. My dog's barking. She wants to come in. Yeah, she wants to come in. Well, she doesn't attack, but she likes to lick you, doesn't she? She will attack if you if somebody tried to Yeah, someone you. tried to come in and do some bad, she'd probably get them, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, but let's get back on the story. Back on the story. So another thing I want to talk about is I got an arcade machine. Yeah, he got a new arcade machine. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. But if it's okay, I'll I'll give out some wrestlers that haven't even been opened to some of my favorite wrestlers. To who? Like, my favorite wrestlers, I'll give a wrestler to Logan Paul. Oh, you're, you're going to send him a wrestler? And Jake Paul. Well, if he happens to listen to this and he messages me, I'll let him know we'll send him a wrestler. How about that? Dude, he's, like, so cool. He's my dream guy. Like, <laughs> Your favorite guy? I've always wanted to meet him in person. Like, well, maybe someday if he'll do an autograph signing, we'll meet him. I don't even think he lives where we live. No, he doesn't. He lives way far out. Yeah, geography's a heck of a deal. But and we live in Tapalpa, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you sure do. It's a long freaking ways away. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and end this right here. So tell everybody goodbye, and we'll see them next time. Okay. Yeah, bye. If you subscribe, I forgot to say Darby Allen's one of my favorite wrestlers too. But and we're currently if searching you... for a new Darby Allen figure because yours got all chewed up, didn't it? Yeah, by my stupid dog. <laughs> my stupid dog. I don't. She so, she's up. a puppy, but, yeah. Shit. And I wanted to say, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, um, I'm your big fan, and I have a YouTube channel, and it's called Wyson World. And if you can come check it out, because, I mean, I do check yours out all the time. <laughs> hey, maybe they'll see it, and they'll think that that's really cool. What if they subscribe to? That'd be the coolest thing ever. That'd be the coolest thing ever. Well, tell everybody bye, and we'll see them next time. Okay, yeah, bye, fans. We'll see you later. All right, we're back here on the intro to kind of wrap things up on that. I just wanted a big shout-out to my nephew, Wyson. It's always fun having him on. He's uh, he's obviously never shy or short on words, so it's always fun to have him on the show. And I'm sure he'll be on again soon. I'd like to have my niece on, but she's a little bit too cool for uh, for this stuff now as she's going into our teenage years here pretty soon. Um, but I, I don't want to waste any more time. I'll, I have a great conversation with Nick Haddix and Caden Haddix. So uh, 
Let's kick it over to them, um, Nick Haddix and one-third of the Haddix boys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Joining me this week, all the way from Ohio, one of the original Ohio players, the one and only Nick Haddix. Nick, what's going on, man? Not much, man. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. We've uh, we've chatted for uh, for a while now on the uh, on the Twitter machine, I guess, but we've never actually spoken. So it's good to talk to you, man. Yeah, I appreciate you. Oh man, it's, it's we've been uh, trying to line us up for a while now, so it's it's good to finally get together and make it happen. Definitely, definitely. It's uh, that's the cool thing I think about doing podcasts like this is just getting to talk to different people and um, you know, hearing their stories and things like that. I believe you got one of the Haddocks boys joining us as well, right? Yeah. I'll say hi, Ken. What's up? What's going on, buddy? Tell tell everybody uh, who you are and what's what's going on with you, man. Kaden Haddix. Kaden <laughs> <laughs> Haddix here. There it is. <laughs> so my nephew's been on the podcast a few times. Um, of course, his favorite thing is that he gets to talk into the microphone. Of course, you know, nah. being on Skype, you don't really get the microphone feel, but he just that's just his favorite part. Like, anytime he comes over, it's like... Do I get to talk in the microphone? I was like, okay, you remember, I got expensive equipment. We can't be messing with it. He's like, I won't mess with it. I won't talk in the microphone. <laughs> That's what, like, Caden, I practiced tonight the whole time. He just keeps on looking over. He's like, you know, wait and wait. And as soon as we get the car, he's like, all right, Dad, are we ready to do the podcast? Are we going to do the podcast? Are you ever going to do the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun, and that's that's why when you asked me if yeah you know, they could be on, I was like, yeah, of course. That's the that's the fun part of it is getting to you know come back and hear yourself later and, and things like that. Um, I know uh, recently I've seen you take all the you know the whole family to do some autograph signings and things like that. Is that kind of a cool thing for you to have you know you know three boys and like kind of all be into wrestling at the same time? I think that's a really cool thing, man. Oh man, I love it. Yeah, it's uh, it's like our uh, our bonding, you know, our bonding moments. It's uh, kind of started out. We uh, Bruno San Martino was signing up in Monroeville, and I think Caden was like three or four, maybe at the three. time. Three, three, three. Yeah. And uh, so I told you know my wife, I was like, you know, I'd like to take him up there because he was, you know, being that young. We watched wrestling, but he still wasn't really into it. But I, you know, I wanted to get Bruno, you know, before it was too late, just to have that moment where he got to meet him. And and Bruno was super cool, and you know, held him, and you know, talked to him, and you know, got a good picture with Betham smiling, and yeah, you know, so it was it was really neat. That was our first you know experience with it. So, what well, like what about like what's cool to you about an autograph signing? Because I think everybody gets a little something different out of it. But I think sometimes it's the uh, it's just the ability, like you said, to kind of just chat with one of these legends, you know, for, for a couple of minutes, right? I mean, that's a really cool moment to be, be able to say, like, hey, I, you know, when he was three, we met Bruno San Martino. That's a, that's a pretty fun one. Yeah, I think just the, the memories of it, the pictures of it, and, uh, you know, like bringing these, you know, these, you know, characters from TV and actually, you know, being able to talk to them and, like, showing these guys that, you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, people just like us, and, you know, at, at just those moments, you know, make it really special, I think, and these guys being into wrestling, you know, as much as they are, and, you know, as much as I was when I was little, it's just, it's something we all, you know, can do as a family, and, you know, it's just, it's really special to me. With uh, with them all being wrestling fans, did that, like, kind of reignite your passion for wrestling? Because I know sometimes, 
you know, me and you, I figure we're pretty close to the same age. Like, you know, we're into it young and then, you know, years go on and it's like, it's fun, but we're not as into it. And or we have lull periods where we're not as into the product. Like I would consider myself somewhat of a casual fan of wrestling these days because not a lot of it grabs me. But my nephew's so into it that being around him makes me enjoy it more. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I kind of... I don't know, like I was, you know, real big into it when I was little, and then, you know, Attitude Era, for sure, I was real big into it, and then I kind of got away from it, you know, going to, uh, you know, once I got into college and working and that kind of stuff, and then, you know, once camp came along, and, uh, you know, he started getting into it, and then that kind of, you know, reignited my passion for it, and so, you know, these guys, they got, you know, watching these guys play with their figures and watching on TV, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely pretty much 24 seven around here. So, well, that's what makes it fun. You know, like I always try to tell people like with wrestling, I was like, the thing about wrestling is that it should always be fun. And I know as a, uh, as a guy who was in the business at one point, it's easy to take wrestling too seriously, but I think at the end of the day, it should just be fun. And, um, you know, I've, I've learned in my, in my time, cause I'm, you know, I'm a lifetime fan, but if I ever had, you know, family or whoever come and watch a live show, whether it be independent or like WWE, they're always like, wow, that was really fun. And I'm like, yeah, that's that, to me, that's what it's about. Like there's no other to me, live event style entertainment, like pro wrestling. It's just, it's totally different than anything else. But at the end of the day, like most people, I think when they, if they actually watch it, they're like, this is a really cool thing to, to do. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, actually, I think one of my favorite shows is the first time we met Drew and uh, Tara Lynch we went to an independent show, and uh, we only had, I think we, uh, I don't know if Jonas was with us yet, or yeah. might have just been Caden and Brooks, but it, Jonas might have been a baby, but either way, um, we went to an independent show, and man, we had a we had a blast. These guys, you can ask Caden, they loved it. That's awesome. I, I, I love hearing stuff like that. I think even though, like, I was trying to tell people an independent wrestling show is like an independent movie, it might be really, really bad, but it also could be really good. You never know, so... Right. But it, it's, yeah. cool to, it's cool to experience and check it out. Yeah, and it's not as expensive, and it's right. just like, a, you know, uh, the atmosphere is, is usually fun, and, you know, it's just entertaining, and, you know, that was that was the first time we ever met Dan Housen, was at that, you know, that smaller show, that was pretty cool. And actually, now I'm thinking about it, um, Jonas, well, he was a baby, because Bill Alfonso was up there, and he came up and was sitting there talking to Jonas. <laughs> How cool so, is that? Right, I'm just, I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, I was like, you know, I remember watching you on Saturdays on ECW, you know, right. one o'clock in the morning, whatever. And here you are sitting there talking to my, you know, my newborn. Yeah, it's it is pretty crazy. Like uh, when my when my niece was a little baby, I got a picture of her being held by Harley, and oh, that's awesome. and she was just kind of like, you know, she was probably about one, so she wasn't really a baby anymore, I guess, She's more like a toddler. But she kind of was just like, who is this weird old man with gorilla paws holding me? You know, but <laughs> it was it's one of those right. things where it's like it's so cool that like. I can look back at that picture and it's like, wow, she was, she was so young. And, and, you know, it just, it's one of those things. It's memories, you know, you live through those memories sometimes. Right. Yeah. And it's like, and it's special for you, but it's also, you know, it's going to be special for her, you know, cause she's always going to have that and be able to look back. And that's kind of the way I felt about that. You know, the picture with Bruno Caden's like, you know, yeah. obviously I didn't remember it, but you know, he's got that picture and he has a signed figure by him. And so, well, that's what it's about, you know, creating those memories and stuff like that. I think that's always really, really fun. Um, right. You know, you, you mentioned, you know, your boys being really into the, the action figures. Were you into the action figures when you were younger? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so my like my time frame was was Hasbro's. You know, I had oh yeah, I had quite Hasbro's. I had a few Galoobs, not very many. I had I think I had Flair, Anderson, and Rick Steiner. Um, but I, I did. I watched a lot of WCW early, you know, early nineties. Um, you know, but WWF was my thing back in the eighties and you know early nineties and mid nineties and on. But you know, I still I watched a fair share of WCW too. Do you collect figures yourselves these days, or you mostly leave that to the kids? Um, so I have a few things that I go after, but you know, having these three guys, I kind of have to pick and choose what I go after. Sure. Um, so you know, we have like a detoff, and we got you know, I got some LJNs in there that I went after, and I got some Gloobs that I've you know, and some Hasbro's that I wanted that I didn't have when I was little. So I got you know, I got a few of those, but. Usually I kind of leave it up to you know what these guys want, and so I gotta pick and choose what three of them. So, oh for sure. Well, I know my uh, you know my nephew, he's got quite a few wrestlers, and so you know for his birthday and Christmas, it's always what he's wanting. But now it's like it's crazy, and I talk about this a lot. But you know, back in the day, you know, you talked about Hasbro's and Galoobs. We could get those for like five bucks. Now right. elite figures are they were twenty. Now they're like probably twenty two, twenty four, somewhere in there. It's like. It gets expensive, man. <laughs> I can only imagine having three boys wanting wanting figures, you know. Yeah, and that and it's you know they're hard to find too. So right. you know you gotta. I'm lucky. I've got some some people that look out for us. You know, like Greco and Drew and Sammy and you know all those kind of guys that, that help us out if we need something. So yeah, it, it definitely is. It's it's definitely an interesting uh, thing how expensive things have gotten. But that's kind of what's cool about. You know the fig life community and all the all the people around. Like if you put out something like, "Hey, I'm really needing this," I would almost guarantee you someone on there will be able to find it for you. And right. and I, I've always thought that was really cool. How did you kind of get acquainted with everybody in this community? Because I know I you know I met Jeff and Scott through their podcast, and then eventually met Eric and Barry through doing the favor. And it's like I I feel like I've met everybody kind of in a way, but I don't really know exactly how it all started. If that makes sense. Right, yeah, so from what I remember, I think there was a giveaway during the favor was doing, and I think I got got in on that, and then uh, from there I kind of followed them and listened to the show and, you know, and then listened to Fully Posable and, you know, kind of found new guys and just that's kind of the way it went, but then, uh, you know, like as far as becoming friends, like, I forget, I needed a figure and I reached out and um, Drew messaged me, like right away, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know, I, I can help you out. And, looks, you know, I didn't even know the guy. I'm like, who, you know, who just kind of like, and he's like, and doesn't want anything for it. You know, he's just like, hey, no, I'll send it. You know, I'll just pay shipping. I'll send it to you. Then I, I think he ended up paying for shipping too. He didn't even charge me for shipping, you know. Right. So I'm like, from there, so then we're, you know, messaging, you know, each other. And, you know, and then that's when we met at the wrestling show and became, you know, really good friends. And so, I've, you know, I've, I've hooked up with Drew a few times. We've met different places and, um, hung out and you know, then I've you know, I've met Sammy Evans at different places and we hung out and all these guys are like, you know, so down to earth and so nice and you know. So it, it's kinda crazy though to, to in a way to say like I've met all these people and in a lot of ways a lot of them I actually haven't even met in person, but I consider them close friends, you know what I mean? Like you're Right. Your pals, you talk all the time, but you know, like you live in Ohio, I'm in Oklahoma, and Travis is also in Ohio, and and all the stuff. So, like Jeff and Scott are in California, so it's like I don't know these guys personally, but I consider them all like friends of mine. Right. Yeah, and then 
you know, the funny thing is, like, when you do meet them, like, you talk to them and stuff, and you kind of have this picture in your head, and like, no way, you know, there's no way this person is this nice, and, right. you know, then you meet them, they're actually better than what you, you know, what you could even envision, you know, like, you know, I could talk to, I could sit and talk to those guys all day long about, you know, anything, it doesn't even have to be about wrestling, you know, we just, you know, just sit there and, and BS, and, you know, it's, you know, I've had dinner with Sammy and his wife, and, you know, my whole family was there, you know, we just, we sat and chilled out for two hours just sitting there talking, and, you know. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I think it's that's the coolest thing that's probably come out of podcasting for me is so many cool people that I've met because I've talked about it before. I met Jeff and Scott. Just I randomly found their show, not even through Twitter. I just found it through like the podcast apps, and I was like, "Oh, a wrestling right. your podcast. That's kind of cool." And checked it out. I liked it. Um, shot them a tweet. Just thought, "Hey, maybe they'll like to have me on or something." And they reached out like almost immediately. We're like, "Yes, absolutely. Let's set it up." I'm like, "Oh, cool." And then I was just like, "Man, these guys are awesome." And and you know we've been friends ever since then. So I think that it's uh, I think it's really cool. Like it's it's a very interesting way to meet so many people because I, you know I always go back to this and it's kind of a joke I have, but you know back in the early 2000s, probably late 90s, early 2000s, my family got our first like computer, right? And right. first time we'd ever had a computer, or internet, or any of that stuff. And of course, my mom and dad are like, "Don't give strangers your information," you know? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what we all do now. So it's like it's, right. it's funny, kind of in a way where it's like. It's good advice, but none of us followed it. But it's ultimately it worked out in this case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I've always thought about this. Too. It's like, man, it's like it's kind of strange because you know, like you said, you don't, you don't, you've never really met like most of these people, and then yeah. you know, you're just people, your information, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, you want to meet up? And, oh yeah, let's meet up. And then yeah, you get together, and it's like you know, you've known each other for years. You know, like yeah, it's crazy. Oh, and, and like you mentioned, Drew, I always, I always mention him and Steve Hoker and all these guys. Like I remember my nephew. He really likes the uh, the Matadors in El Torito because he watches a lot of their clips mm-hmm. on on YouTube, and so he wanted the Matadors figures. Well, they haven't been in WWE in some time, and so I'm like, man, those are kind of probably going to be hard to find. Like, I'm going to have to go, th- you know, through eBay, and you know, who knows how much they're going to cost. And so I just right. put it out there. I was like, hey, if anyone's got the Matador figures, um, let me know. I, I want to buy them for my nephew. They can be, you know, loose. It doesn't matter. Drew hits me up. He's like, hey, I got him, man. I'm like, oh, cool. If you don't mind, I'd like to buy him from him. He's like, oh no, I'll just, I'll just ship him to you, no problem. And I'm like, what? Like, and now that you, now that I know Drew, that's not like a an uncommon thing for him, right? But at at the time, kind of probably like in your situation, you're like, wow, I'm I'm surprised he just would do that. Like, but that's yeah, yeah, he's just a good human being, right? You're just not used to people, you know, being that kind and that just. You know, forward with it. Like, oh no, here, you know, here it is. Like, you can have it, no big deal. You know, like, yeah, it's a really cool thing. Yeah, it's it's that's what I think has been so good about this community is just all the, uh, and there's bad apples, obviously, but for the most part, we got a pretty good crew of of people that are that I consider real close friends now. Right, for sure. Now, you you mentioned going to wrestling shows and stuff. Like, do you watch, uh, you know, as much nowadays? Um, I don't, and the reason I ask that is I don't have cable myself, so I don't really follow week to week. I mean, I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of keep up like on Twitter and stuff like that, and I'll watch some of the pay per views. But I feel like there's so much wrestling now; it's kind of hard to keep up with everything. Yeah, I think we're kind of, we're kind of hit and miss. Sometimes we just, you know, we'll put it on and maybe in the background because mm-hmm. we're doing, you know, Lord only knows what either, you know, homework or you know, playing playing a you know board game or something like that. So usually we have it on. But, you know, it's kind of hit or miss. And, you know, we're the same way. We're watching pay-per-views and stuff like that for sure. But, you know, as far as, like, you know, Mondays, we're pretty consistent. 
um, Wednesdays, Dynamite, we usually try to catch it a little bit, or I'll, re- you know, I'll DVR them. And then uh, SmackDown, we're kind of hit and miss with that, too. But, you know, I always try to get back and we'll, we'll watch, or I'll tell Caden, you know, I'll look online, like, hey, you know, this happened or this happened. So, you know, at least we know what's going on. Yeah, it's well, and I know you mentioned before we start recording, like, you have three boys in soccer. So just being that busy is going to limit how much wrestling you can actually watch. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we pretty much at the soccer fields five out of seven days a week, usually. So oh, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, a, it's busy. You know, we, me and my wife would both work. And so, you know, all these guys are in school now. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it is, it is crazy. Like, I know my nephew, like I was telling you before, he, uh, he practices three days a week. He does games on Saturday. My niece practices two days a week. She does tumbling once a week. She does games Saturday. Like I used to, when they were younger, I would take them to do stuff all the time. And it's kind of getting to the point where like, they don't really have time to, to hardly do that anymore, you know, cause they're in school obviously. Right. And if they do have a free day, they may be doing something. So it's just kind of like, wow, okay, I guess uh, we'll try right. something next week, you know, but it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see when kids grow up too. And like all the different activities are in and getting to watch them do it, which I'm sure, you get that same enjoyment watching the kids play soccer. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and my wife, she's, she's been really cool about, you know, doing things with us and encouraging, you know, I'll, yeah, because yeah, I'm sure for her, it's not as fun as what it is for us, but man, she's, you know, she's always, Hey, let, you know, I'll go, you know, always going with us and always doing it as a family. And, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a good example is, uh, John Cena. I was, few years back I, I was looking Cade was a big John Cena fan and you know he never hardly signed anywhere and uh so there was a comic con down in Orlando and I messaged my wife at seven in the morning I'm like hey you know John Cena's gonna sign down in Orlando and I just kind of just kind of a joke I wasn't really being serious like we you know we should take Caden and go so she messaged me back she's like well when is it I'm like uh, okay and I messaged her the date and she's like okay see how much tickets are I'm like okay and send her back to how much tickets were and she's like all right, well, let's book a flight and let's, you know, let's get tickets and go. So we ended up flying down to Orlando for a weekend, you know, going and meeting John Cena and, you know, hung out down there at the, at the Comic-Con, which was, you know, it was, it was really, really cool. It was huge. So it was a lot bigger than ours around here. But, you know, it was just, you know, just for her, just the, on the fly, like, yeah, let's, you know, let's do it. So That's so cool, though. Like, that's a cool story to hear that you guys flew down there just – but, I mean, that will be a moment he'll never forget, like – my nephew, I loved it. Oh, I'm sure you did, bud. Like my nephew, uh, one time we were at SmackDown and he got to give AJ Styles a two sweet, and he still talks about that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, like it was. It was. You know, it's to me like that's what's cool about wrestling is little moments like that when you get to, you know, see something close up, get to meet a hero, take a picture with him. I think, I think that stuff like that's really cool. And um, you know, like you said, Cena doesn't do a lot of autograph signing, so. That's awesome that you get to do that, especially as a fan. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it was it was really neat. And it was, you know, we, we were walking out of the line after he got his picture with him. And uh, so I'm like, well, walking past and, you know, this guy's kind of like there kind of ushering people out. And, you know, so it's, everything's happening so fast. We were kind of, you know, getting, you know, kind of shoved through the line. You know, like they took their time, but it was kind of like once you're done, like, okay, you know, you got to go here. You got to get out this way. And yeah. so I'm like kind of guys ushering us out. And then, like, I did like a double take i'm like oh i was like hey i was like it was tim white and uh i'm like hey i was like you know mr white i was like you do you mind if uh you know caden gets a picture with you 
He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So Caden got a picture with Tim White, too. So Timmy White, that was pretty neat. Well, and and he just passed away. So, like, that's that's a really cool thing to have as well. Like, dude, everybody remembers Tim White. He's like the – the, you know, one of the most legendary referees, maybe just right behind Earl Hebner. So, yeah, I think stuff like that's really cool. Um, I will say that reminds me of a story. When I was in uh, NXT, I actually had to be the usher for when they brought in stars to do autograph signings so that people wouldn't um, – I don't know what the right word, but wait, like they wouldn't move on quick enough, you know, like I was kind of, I had to do that for, uh, for like AJ Lee and, uh, she was with Dolph Ziggler and then Big E at one point, Big E was still with us, but he had, he had just gotten called up. And so they were doing an autograph signing. So I had to basically move people along through the line. So I was not very well liked that day. <laughs> just, it's one of those things is that the stars don't want to be mean. So you get to be that person, which you're like, and then right. I, I can't remember who it was. But they were only doing autographs, not pictures. And so, but of course, every person comes to the line. Can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? No, so I'd be like, sorry, no pictures. Sorry, no pictures. Right. Why not? And I'm thinking like, because I said no. Like, I, you know, But I don't want to throw it back on them. So I had to just kind of like, I'm sorry, just doing autographs. Maybe later. Right, like, yeah, you turn into the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting job, that's for sure. But, you know, I yeah. know those Comic-Cons are huge. Like, uh, I remember they did the... The second time they did a Comic-Con here in Tulsa, the uh, main attraction, they actually had The Undertaker doing a signing. And again, much like Cena, Undertaker doesn't do a lot of signings. Right. And I think to get a picture, like an autograph of him, and I don't even know if it was a picture or not, but to get an autograph was like $300 or something. It was a pretty large amount of money. And his line is like lapped around the building. Oh, my gosh. You know what's funny is he's coming to – this, that Comic Con I was telling you about, the one in Monroeville, he's coming up here in December. And uh, Brooks is. Yeah, he's a big in the Undertaker. Yeah. So we're probably going to take him up there. Yeah, Brooks awesome. is. Yeah, he's a diehard Undertaker fan. Or, you know, that's, that was his first. You know, like Caden had Cena. Undertaker was Brooks's first. You know, first. That would be a good Christmas present for him. <laughs> That would be quite a quite a thing because, like I said, I know he's doing a little bit more now, but there for a while he didn't do any. So to get the yeah. chance to meet the Undertaker, that would be fun. Yeah, I'll take that as a present. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think uh, I think he's charging. I think it's like two hundred bucks for a picture and two hundred bucks for an autograph. So maybe the three hundred yeah. was the combo deal. I don't remember, but I remember <laughs> it being more than I was willing to pay for myself for sure. Oh, yeah. And, I did. I did fork over money to meet uh, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger. Um, right. But he was actually super cool. Like, and that's the only time I've ever really done an autograph or anything. But like, a, you we were in the line, and he was doing a panel, so we had to wait for him to come back from the panel. And like, the handler was like, "We got a an eight by ten. You can get any one of these, and he'll sign it and personalize it. It's forty bucks." I'm like, "Okay, that's not bad." And I was like, "I really want to get a picture with him." He goes, "He'll take a picture with you. He'll probably do a selfie or something." I was like, oh, "Okay, that's cool." And when I got up there, I was like, yeah, they said you could do a selfie. He's like, oh, man, I'll, I'll have this guy take it. That's no problem. He's like – so I thought that was really cool. Like he made the most of the appearance. I mean it wasn't long that we talked, but he was super cool. And I know he does a lot of Comic-Con, so I'm sure he meets a ton of people. But just a really, right. really cool guy. Yeah, usually those guys, they're they're usually pretty good about taking their time. I mean there's times where you know, some guys have kind of rushed you along. But for the most part, you know, they usually take, take their time with you. We had uh, – we met McFoley down at a <clears throat> at a semi pro hockey game. Oh, nice! And uh, so we had, you know, it was my family, my in laws were there, and uh, Jonas again. He was just a baby at the time, but 
So we got a nice big like family picture, and after we're done, McFoley goes, he's like, all right, he's like, Jonas. Yeah, he held Jonas. He goes, okay. He's like, let me see that little guy. So we gave him Jonas, and he's sitting there holding Jonas. He's like, I just want to get a picture of just me and him. So it was, <laughs> you know, awesome. they, yeah, now we got this picture of, you know, just Jonas and Mick Foley by themselves. Well, I, I think Mick Foley's always kind of gone down. I've only met him, like, a few times. But I, when I was an extra going to, like, WWE shows, um, it was always interesting to see the ones that would, like, we would go out of our out of their way to be nice to us because we were like the absolute bottom of the barrel, right? So I always took note of the guys that took time to just talk to us and, and like I remember Mick Foley was always really cool. Another one that that I always always really had a lot of respect for because he was always super cool was Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy always talked to us. He always asked us like like where we were wrestling and what, how long we've been in the business and like keep your head up. Yeah. I know this sucks, but you know, eventually you'll, you'll get an opportunity. I always just thought that was super cool because you know, for a guy that's, you know, I idolized the Hardy boys as a kid, you know, so right for him to take the time to talk to us, it's something that like, it, you'll always remember that. Like I thought that was a really cool thing. Yeah. You know, uh, Matt Hardy, we, uh, we met him and Jeff up at a, a, sh- a smaller independent show. And, uh, so, you know, we're waiting in line or whatever. We finally get up there and, and uh, kind of walk up there, and the the boys all they have their Haddock's Boys shirts on, <clears throat> and uh, you know we've we've met Matt before, you know a couple shows and stuff like that, but you know just passing by, and I haven't really talked to him that much. But you know we walk up there, and he's like, like I've met you guys before, haven't I? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've met at a couple of shows, and like you know talked about it and stuff. And he's like, yeah, he's like I remember you guys. Like it's just crazy that those guys like can pick you out, and you know, you know like remember that you know these guys from just, like, either their shirts that they have on or, you know, because, you know, they try to wear the same Paddock's Boy shirts in those shows. That but was a pretty crazy, pretty crazy moment, mm-hmm. actually, I have to say <laughs> for myself. I bet yeah. it was. I bet it was. Like, uh, that, and that's another thing, too, I think, when you meet people like that that are cool. Like, for them, it may not seem like a big deal, but a moment like that will be something that they'll always remember. So it, right. it takes as much effort to be mean as it does to be nice in my opinion so like just talking to someone and and being cool for a few minutes is not you're not hurting anybody so anytime i see um pictures or information about someone kind of being rude to a fan that's always kind of something that's irked me because i'm like you have to know this is part of the job like i understand that fans are overzealous and they probably approach you approach you at times when they shouldn't but you know just try to be nice i i think yeah it's not that hard Right. Yeah. I, I kind of think that too. I mean, like, you know, I, I get it. Like sometimes I'm sure it can be overwhelming and, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has a bad day and things like that. But, you know, like you said, you kind of got to think, you know, what it means to, to someone that, you know, especially the younger kids that meet you and, you know, just take an extra moment with them and smile and, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what it's about. Like I, I saw a, a video and I, I'm not a, not a big basketball fan, but it was some basketball player walking out of a, look like a hotel and a little kid's there, like, can I please get your autograph? And he's like, nope. And just walked right by him. And I'm just like, that's just not cool. Like, that's just yeah. so not cool to do something like right. that. Yeah, it's just not not necessary. You know, uh, someone that's really, really good uh, with people is Johnny Gargano. Man, he, <sighs> he really so takes cool. his time. Oh, yeah he, yeah, he takes his time. And, you know, he, he talked to Caden. And, oh, you got your picture. He was the best. Yeah, he was the best. Yeah, he got, he got My favorite time. wrestler. Mm-hmm. Do you like all his, uh, Caden, do you like all his superhero gear he wears? I always think that's really cool. Yes. Yeah. You have a favorite one? Especially the one, the last one that was pretty cool. 
Which one was the last one you remember? The, the War Games one. Oh, okay. That final one. Yeah. That one was, that was like a combination of all of them, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I also, yeah, what was it, the... The Iron Man? No. Yeah, he did that. He did Iron Man. He did uh, the Wolverine one was cool. Yeah, well, I, did I actually have a figure of the Venom gear that he wore, which I thought was that was yeah. one of my favorites. I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we have that one too. Yeah, and I painted I painted a pair of shoes for Caden. Uh, I took a pair of like canvas shoes and I painted them up like that. That gear. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I think it's important for for those interactions. I act, speaking of Johnny Gargano, I actually saw one time someone tweeted. That they saw him and Candice LeRae at Disney, I think. But they were too nervous to approach him. And he tweets back, please don't be. Come say hi. And I'm like, that, I mean, not many, not many celebrities would just say that. You know what I mean? And right. at any level, most people wouldn't, they'd probably just, you know, ignore it. But he was like, he was like putting out there, no, no, no. Come say hi. If you see me out and yeah. about, please come say hi. And I'm like, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool right there. Yeah, I, I seen that same tweet, and uh, again, like when we were when we were up there meeting him, uh, we're kind of walking up there, and we were at a show, and this was probably how old were you at the time? Probably five or six. Five, six. Yeah, six. and uh, so we had you know Brooks and Caden at a you know smaller NXT show, and I had I painted shirts for him, and one said OH, and the other one said IO, but the O's were both like you know his symbol, like the faces. Oh, nice, yeah. and. So, so they put it on the big screen first, and then when he came out, you know, he kind of looked for him, and I took Caden up to the, you know, to the, the entrance or whatever, and you know, he got he stopped and talked to him and said, "Oh man, I love your shirt," and got a picture with him. And so then we, you know, fast forward to you know just a few months ago, we met him, and we walk up there, and I, so I took the shirts with me. You know, obviously they're too small for the boys now, but we took them with us, and they were holding them, and uh, he's. Picture. Yeah. He said picture too. He remembered us. Yeah, and he remember him. He's you know he's like he's like oh my gosh. He's like you guys are getting so big. He's like what show was that? He's like where was that at? And he's like trying to think. And he's like Pittsburgh. yeah. He's like was that was that in Columbus? I'm like no, it was in Pittsburgh. And he's like oh that's right because he's, he's like I was you know wondering why someone had an Ohio shirt in Pittsburgh. That's but, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's important like for for performers to do that and to take the time to to be nice to fans and stuff like that. I've always. I've always appreciated that. So hearing stories about people doing the right thing, I think is really cool. But, you know, uh, one of my good buddies, Eric Rowan told me that, you know, he's kind of a laid back guy. He obviously is a very scary looking guy, so he might not be the right. easiest to approach, but right. he's a very, very, very tender hearted individual. But he's always told me, he's like, it's, it's never bothered me when someone approaches me. It's always like how they do it. Like he said, I've had, yeah. A situation where I was eating in an IHOP or a Denny's late at night. I was by myself, and there was a family in there, and they didn't say anything to me, and they didn't even really look like they recognized me. But I went to pay, and they said, "Well, that family paid for your food." And so I went over oh, wow. and talked to them. They were like, "Hey, we're just we're big fans. We thought it would be nice to do." And he goes, "Well, hey, let me. I got some eight by tens in my trunk. Let me get you some autographed pictures." And took pictures with them the whole deal. And I mean, to me, like I think that's a common sense thing. Like, not that you have to pay for meals, but you know, being respectful and being nice and all that other stuff. And I think you oftentimes get that back. I think it's just positive energy, right? Just being nice to people. Yeah. Yeah. That goes, I think it goes a long way. Something like that. I mean, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So, um, you mentioned, we were talking a little bit before about toy Hio, uh, over in, uh, where you're in your neck of the woods there, uh, where right. people don't know it's this massive toy show. Those are becoming bigger and bigger. Is that something you guys like to go to? Yeah. 
It's enjoyable. <laughs> it's a, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's gotten so big, like it's you know, it's almost overwhelming. There's so much stuff there. I mean, you can pretty much find anything you, you know, you could ever want. But uh, you know, just to go walk around and check things out and see, you know, see things from like, you know, like you said, like when we were younger, mm-hmm. you know, the he, yeah, Joe's, you know, can reminisce a little. Yeah, so we can reminisce. Yeah, there's there's lots of cool stuff there. Yeah, it's it's definitely fun. I know I'm seeing that more and more in vintage toy shops and stuff. And uh, my nephew, I'll take him into a my niece is like completely not into that at all anymore. I've taken her once, and she was like, "This is kind of boring." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she's more into makeup and stuff nowadays than, than toys. Right. But my my nephew it? still digs it. <laughs> right? Yeah. How could you ignore that? Yeah, these guys they they love it, man. It's just uh, just to go around and just you know, like of course you know, it turns into hey, I want this, I want this, I want this, oh, and yeah. it's like that's good. yeah, and then you get no, you get to pick one thing out, and that's it, you know. Yeah, I got the. Um, a couple months ago, I got that. Um, I had a tough decision between that. What was it? Bur- burrow. That burrow. Was it? What was it? Called? Uh, the Funka. Funka. Yeah, yeah. Funka. And then what else was it? There was something else. Shawn Michaels wrestler. Uh, okay, yeah, it was a Shawn Michaels wrestler and a Joe Burrow Funka pop. That's uh, what yeah. he had to choose between. Tough decisions, man. Like that's back. Uh, right. I remember back when I was young, like if I if I found a, a wrestler I really wanted, and then I find another one, I'm like, oh, I can only, I can only ask my dad or my mom for one. So what's it gonna be? You know, like right. tough decisions sometimes. But um, you, when you take the kids to the toy show, do you ever like what are their thoughts when they see vintage stuff? And the reason I ask that is because I feel like vintage stuff is kind of start to make a comeback where people kind of dig that look and style a little bit more. Um, than some of the new stuff, like you mentioned LJNs earlier and Galoobs and things like that. Like I, I love that stuff because it's what I grew up on. My nephew, right. you know, he probably is going to be more into elites and things like that because that's the stuff he grew up on. But I think sometimes he'll look at the stuff that I like and be like, oh, that's really cool. So what's that like for you when you take the kids to see all this vintage stuff? I mean, I know there's new stuff too, but seeing all this different stuff, it's, it's, it's always interesting to me what they kind of gravitate to. Yeah, so, like, I think, like, um, Caden, you know, he pretty much stays with the Mattel, you know, the elites and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, like, Jonas, it's kind of funny because we come downstairs in my rec room, and that's, like, where our detolf is. And he's like, hey, you know, can I can I play with those? And he's pointing to the Galoobs. So every time we come down here, like, he wants to play with the Galoobs. And uh, so, you know, he's a big Sting fan, so I always get the Sting one out for him. And, you know, so that's usually what he, you know, what he wants to play with. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know, kid. What do you think? Do you like do you like checking out the older stuff? Or yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Also, just checking it out and seeing what what there is to what there is to have and what there is to not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's all fun. You know, I think it, it's always kind of depending on what you're into. You know, like some of the old stuff like doesn't totally hold up. Sometimes it looks awesome. I, I think it all just kind of depends. Like. Sometimes I've I've always thought it's cool to see those things almost just kind of like a museum, like not necessarily to buy it, but just to to see right. it all and like it brings you back memories or you see something you don't remember really from your childhood and then you see it and you're like, oh my gosh, I do remember that. You know, it's yeah, yeah, it's funny because like cool. <laughs> you know, we were the last time I was up there, there was a I can't remember what it was now. There's something Ghostbusters up there that 
you know, uh, me and my brother had when we were little and mm-hmm. just, you know, I hadn't thought about it in, you know, 30 years. And then I seen it and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, and then, you know, like you said, it brings back memories. And so I'm taking a picture of it and sending it to him. Like, hey, you know, do you remember this? And then we start talking about it. And, you know, it's just, it's funny, like the things that you kind of forget about. And then you just see something kind of sparks, you know, like, oh yeah, I remember this. And, you know, I remember playing with this or whatever. Yeah, well, and I think that's what's cool about it is, like, I remember when I was a kid, I had this Batman Returns Batman figure, and mm-hmm. it had, like, where you could take the uh, the Batman costume off, and he was Bruce Wayne. And it was I thought yeah. it was the coolest thing ever. Like, he had the mask and, like, the gauntlets for his hands and the boots and, the, you know, the chest piece and the cape and all that stuff. It was just super cool. And right. I'm at a vintage toy store the other day, and they had one in the package, and I'm just like, whoa. Oh, like, it's like... It's not, it wasn't even that expensive, but it was just like, wow, like I had that as a kid. Like, you know what I mean? It kind of hits you in the feels. It's like, I don't, cause I do, I remember the figure. I don't remember the box cause obviously I opened it and you know, the box got thrown away. So and I'm seeing, it, I'm like, wow, that's what the box looks like. It's just, it's, it's, it's very interesting to, to see all that vintage stuff. So yeah, I want to take my nephew to this toy show coming up in a couple of weeks just cause I think it's cool to see it and, you know, to kind of see all the different stuff and. And I'm sure they'll have, you know, other people there, like artists and things like that and all these booths. Like, it's it's interesting because when I took uh, I took my niece and nephew years ago to a Comic-Con, and my nephew was about three, three or four, and he's eight now. So it's been about five years. It's been a while. And my niece is almost 12, so she was probably, what, eight maybe, somewhere in there? Right. Seven or eight. And um, it was funny because my nephew loves costumes, anything with costumes. So he loved mm-hmm. all the people dressed up at the Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. My niece loved all the little shops or booths that they had where you could buy stuff. And it was like – it's it was interesting because I was like, wow, you two completely like liked completely different things in this whole you know big warehouse they have set up here. Like he could have cared less about the booths. And I'm like, hey, you want me to buy you something? He was just like, didn't really care. She was all about right. it, and then he just wanted to walk around and look at all the costumes and take pictures with them. So, it's it's always really like, cool to see what kids are into and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like there's something for everyone, and yeah, like my three year old. The last time we went to Steel City Con, like we walked in, he's kind of we started watching Star Wars, and he got like you know he's real into Star Wars and the characters and stuff. And this guy had a you know replica R two D two that was remote controlled, and like you know I mean this thing was you know, life, like he, so it comes wheeling up and it's, you know, beeping and everything else and talking, you know, talking to him. And Jonas is just like, you know, his eyes are, you know, as big as big can get. And he's just like staring at this thing and like looking at me and like, like, what the heck is this thing real or what? You know, it's just, yeah. it, it was real cool to see like how excited he was. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Like I've told my nephew, like, Hey, we may go to this toy show. He goes, can we dress up? He always, he always thinks that because he thinks comic con. I'm like, I don't know if people are going to do that. So probably not, but Remember <laughs> Comic Con in town? We'll, we'll dress up, and he's always like, right. "Okay, I want to be Spider Man." And I was like, "All right." right. <laughs> like it just—I don't know. It's just really cool to to see like the enjoyment he gets out of that. And I've—they haven't really had any autograph signings here of someone that he would know. But I once they do, I, I definitely want to do that because I know he would get a lot of enjoyment out of getting to meet some of these guys. You know? Yeah, that that last one we went to, we had uh, you know we met Rick Flair at that one, and uh, so me and my wife. I bought these, you know, three robes off of Amazon that were just, you know, like cheap, you know, whatever robes. And, um, I got some, a few different craft things and me and her took a couple hours and we sat there and, you know, put the beads on them and, you know, put the, you know, the, the feather boas around the neck and, you know, glued them on there. And 
and that's how we walked into Comic Con was the boys all had their Ric Flair robes on and had their names on the backs and stuff. So everyone thought that was pretty cool. What did uh, what did Rick think of it? Did he like that? Yeah, you know he's he, yeah he kind of he, he laughed about it and you know said it was cool or whatever. But it, he said he had said that he was glad his last match was over. Yeah, yeah, I asked him about his last his last match and uh, you know I asked him about that and he was you know he was like oh he's like I'm just glad it's over so. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, well, you know, Ric Flair is always one of those guys. Like I've I've met him a few times. He's always been really really cool. But you know, it's it's just it's interesting when you meet these legends because sometimes you just never know what to expect. So, right. I, I think that's always it's always fun to to go out and support these cons and things like that. I think it's I think it's, I just think it's a really cool thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, when you guys watch wrestling, is like do, do do the boys do they enjoy watching it as much as you do? Like. Because I know, like my nephew, his attention span sometimes is not always there. Do, like, 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 is their fandom all the same? I guess because I know you mentioned one of your sons is really into Star Wars, and like, I know sometimes that that fandom can kind of go where they're into other stuff, and wrestling is fun, but it's not as cool. Or like, like, well, how how do they feel about it nowadays? I guess. Yeah. So I think like um, like my younger two are kind of hit and miss. Um, depends on like who's on like. You know, Brooks is really into Darby Allen. So when Darby's on, oh, my you know, he's loves him. Yeah, so he's like all invested in Darby. You know, so it kind of depends on who's on and what's on and what's going on at the house at the time. Usually, it turns into like, you know, for watching it, then all of a sudden it turns into a wrestling match, and you oh, know, yeah. me and Kate, you know, wrestling around and watching it at the same time. And but Caden's pretty, you know, he's at age now where he's he's can pretty much focus on it and knows what's going on and follows it and. I think you enjoy it, right? Yeah. Well, what happens when anytime I watch wrestling with my nephew, like if I order like an AEW pay-per-view or something, he'll come over, he'll watch it for about 10 minutes and then he'll like start digging toys out and right. playing with those. And I'll be like, Oh, did you see what happened? He's like, I missed it. Rewind it. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't, it's live, pal. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know maybe, maybe you should have been watching. I, <laughs> I always, uh, like if, if I see Caden, like he's like really getting into a match or something like that. And he's, you know, stand stand in front of the TV, and he'll you know he'll jumping up and down. You know, you get your false finishes, and he's like, ah, you know. So I get my phone out and I try to I try to record those moments because you know they're kind of like few and far in between. But it's really cool to see like how excited he gets when there's something on that he's really really into. So, well, I go back to like when I was a kid, how excited I got like for, you know, whatever it was like, hey, WrestleMania is going to be on. We're going to go to. Like I remember my dad's friend one time ordered WrestleMania and kind of called him out of the blue, like, hey, uh, if you want to bring your boy over, we're watching WrestleMania. And I'm like, what? Like, I, that was such a huge thing because, like, at the time, we weren't really ever doing pay-per-views. So to be able to go watch WrestleMania 7 was like, that was the coolest thing ever. And and throughout the Attitude Era, if a friend called, like, hey, I'm ordering SummerSlam. Do you want to come watch? I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, I do. You know, like, it was just, it was such a cool thing back in the day. And, like, I always, I always kind of go back to how much fun it was doing like pay-per-view parties. Uh, that was actually something I was going to ask you. Like, how do you feel about that? Cause I know when the network launched, I felt like it kind of took away the whole getting your friends together to watch a pay-per-view. Like I know it's easier ultimately to watch it at home on a, you know, a $10 a month service, but man, I miss those pay-per-view parties. Those were good times. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of takes away from it a little bit. I always had like my birthday's in January. So I always had a, my birthday party every year was, you know, Royal Rumble. I'd have, which is know, awesome. That would be so much fun. Oh man, we had a blast. Yeah, five or ten people come over, and 
you know, we, you know, same thing, it turned into a big wrestling match or whatever when we were watching it. But, man, I, I loved, you know, Rumble's always been my favorite. So, you know, that was my thing. But I agree. I think, like, uh, you know, now that they have, like, the streaming services, it's kind of, it kind of takes away from that, I don't know, I don't know what the word for it is, but, you know, that the pay-per-views, you know, paying that money for it, I, I don't know if it made you pay more attention to it or, you know, or what it was, but it's just, you know, it, was a, it just made it really special, you know. Oh yeah, I, well I think it, it seemed more fun. I know there's a guy here in town that uh, a good friend of mine. Every now and then he'll invite people over to watch like WrestleMania or the Royal Rumble or something, and and some people are like, "Well, no, I'm just watching it at home." And he's like, I, "I know, but it's about the getting people together and you know having food and a party. Like it's right. It's about having fun. It's not about like you know, yeah, you can watch it at home. It's not the point. The point is." Right. Let's all have fun and watch this. And I think sometimes that does get missed with it being like a you know on Peacock or before on the WWE Network, where it's just it's easily accessible and it's it's not as I mean I get it's cheaper and I and it makes sense you know financially for sure, right. but it's not as fun I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We uh we uh did check one of the bucket list things off for us a couple of years ago. Oh, what, what year was that, kid? It was one eighteen. Uh... Uh, it was right after the pandemic. We uh, we booked tickets, and uh, I think it was what must have been 2021. Yeah, probably 21. Um, we got tickets and went to Orlando for WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh wow. And uh, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, it was Tampa. That's right. Yeah, that's what it was. It was Tampa. So yeah, we went down there for WrestleMania and Did you get uh, rained on because I know it rained we, that one night. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we got there, so like we we booked a, a hotel. Um, uh, a little over a mile from the stadium. So we walked to the stadium. We made it all the way there without getting soaked. But as soon as we got inside, it started pouring. And uh, so, you know, luckily we got underneath something and kind of stayed out of the rain. But we didn't leave. We stayed right Yeah, we stayed, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I was actually – so I actually had everything purchased to go to WrestleMania, tw- like, in Tampa for 2020. Uh-huh. Like, everything was good to go. Um, I was going to meet, you know, Travis and Jeff and Scott and, you know, a bunch of other people were all going, obviously. And I remember that's kind of when the the COVID news hit, right? Like, this is happening. And I'm like, oh, man. And right. so people are like, I think they're going to cancel it. I'm like, there is no way they're canceling WrestleMania. Are you crazy? Right. And, of course, you know, they did. Well, they didn't, but it was like, you know, no people. And so, yeah, I haven't been able to do it since then, unfortunately. I, I still would like to go. Um just to see it, you know, see a WrestleMania, but it hasn't, I haven't been able to pull it off yet. Usually with like my work schedule and stuff, it's not always easy, but yeah, I don't know, man, that'd be, that'd be really cool to be able to go see, you know, WrestleMania live and access and all that cool stuff. Like, like that just, that's just fun. And so I'm hoping at some point to be able to do that. Yeah. We actually, uh, we were talking about going, you know, to that one, that year that they closed it down. And uh, that's kind of how, you know, we, you know, obviously we scrapped the plans for that because we were like, eh, you know, let's wait, 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 and then kind of see what happens. And, you know, luckily we didn't get any tickets or anything yet. But, you know, the next year when they, when they were going to open it up a little bit, uh, you know, me and Jess got together and talked about it. It was like, yeah, you know, we, we need we need to go now while they're young and, you know, still enjoying it and stuff. Yeah. So we, you know, we ended up doing it. It was, it, you know, it was a blast. Yeah, I think that's the cool thing about it is, you know, the memories you have of, of your time there and stuff like that. I know – They've came through Dallas a couple of times, and I think they were actually in Dallas, I believe it was this year, and almost went, but I was only going to be able to stay for like a day because of my work schedule, and I was like, I don't, like I want to go, but I don't, 
I, I want to be able to enjoy myself. So I didn't end up making the trip, but right. And, and, and a lot of people didn't end up going, but Jeff, uh, from fully posable went soda hunter went Steve from the PPW podcast was there. So there's a couple of people I still wanted to meet, but still it was like, man, I don't know, just for a day, like that kind of stinks, but hopefully, yeah, you, you know, know, in the, in the coming years, I'll be able to kind of make that happen eventually. Yeah, so I've talked to Jeff, you know, about that too. Like, you know, hopefully one of these years we can all like go and meet up. I think it'd be really cool for all of us to get together and yeah, you know, hang out. And... Uh, truth be told, man, that's actually what I was most looking forward to is like a meet up with everybody as opposed oh, yeah. to the event itself. Like, yeah, that would be cool, but and access and you know, um, what do they call it like that wrestling, the WrestleCon would have been really fun. But I feel like the Fig Life meet up with everybody there would have been would have been really really cool. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the one we went to was kind of, it was kind of neat because, you know, there wasn't as many people allowed in mm -hmm. and, uh, and then like the wrestle. So like the wrestle con wasn't as packed. So like these guys kind of got, you know, a little more time with people and that's awesome. Like one thing, it's kind of funny. One of the things I remember is I took Kate and Kate had to go to the bathroom. It's like, all right, you know, let's go to the bathroom. So we go to the bathroom oh. and, uh, we walk in, yeah. you know, Caden starts peeing or whatever and. Next thing you know, here comes Big Cass. Big Cass walks back. <laughs> so Caden's standing there, you know, little Caden's standing there, this urinal, Big Cass is beside him or whatever. And then, uh, so I'm like kind of like laughing. And then next thing you know, here comes Al Snow. Al Snow comes walking in. So he's going to the bathroom. Yeah. And then here comes Dean Malenko. I'm like, you know, here's Caden in the bathroom. He's got Big Cass, Dean Malenko, Al Snow, like all these guys around him, you know. It was just, it was hilarious. It, that's what's so funny about stuff like that. You just never know, right? Like, it's just. <laughs> Like what the freaking all these all these famous people around me? That's awesome. Yeah, like he's just like looking around, like holy, you know, like holy what the crap. heck. <laughs> That's really cool. Well, I don't want to keep you here all night, man. This has been a lot of fun having you on the show, Caden. I appreciate you stepping in with us too, man. It was a lot of fun talking yeah. with you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. For sure. Um, I know you're on Twitter. Uh, do you do any other social media? Let anyone know where they can find you, man. Nah, just on Twitter, man. That's that's pretty much it. And honestly, I don't even know what my Twitter handle is offhand, but that's all good. People <laughs> but, can find yeah. you if they want. I'll I'll post it on there. But yeah, like I said, I I, I enjoy having um, tons of different people on here. I think it's cool to hear everyone's story, you know, about wrestling and stuff like that. So um, yeah, uh, hopefully we can do it again down the road, man. Oh, definitely, man. I really appreciate it. It was, you know, it's fun. You're, you're a great host, man. It's, it's really nice talking to you. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Well, uh, we'll we'll definitely chat again soon, man. Have a good night. All right, you too, buddy. All right, back here to close it up. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the episode with Nick Haddix and Caden Haddix. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, it was a great episode for episode 97 as we are getting into the holiday season and getting closer to 100 episodes of this show. Absolutely insane. Um, also, I uh, want to talk about my guest next week will be the one and only Al Day from TOTS. T-O-T-S, too old for this stuff. Uh, Al is a great guy. He is a uh, figure fan. He's a wrestling fan. We connected on so many levels. We actually got acquainted because he was a big fan of Jason Wolf's Chop Shop. So when uh, Jason Wolf kind of went underground and did the uh, the Wolf Club, um, you know, Al was a part of that. And, we, you know, he would kind of we kind of talk about figures a little bit and stuff and we've become better friends. So again, it's one of those interesting things. I don't really know Al all that well, but having him on the show, it's like we, you know, long lost brothers. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. It's re it's really cool to have different people from di different walks of life on this show, and that's what makes this so much fun. So next week, Al Day will be coming up uh, for episode ninety eight as we uh, 
approaching 100 episodes. Pretty crazy to think, but I'm excited for it. I think it's a lot of fun. And I hope you guys uh, enjoy it as well. Make sure to check out some of my other podcasts, uh, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Every Sunday, we just did episode 400 and was it 70 something? I don't remember. Four, no, 458 is what we just did. Almost 500 episodes. That's crazy to think. Also, check out Bane's other podcast, No Holds Barred with Bill Benus, every Tuesday right now while they're in season. And also, check out me and Travis Fowler every Thursday on the TB Toycast. And who knows, maybe I'll have a new podcast uh, announcement very soon. Because that's what I need is another podcast, right? Well, <laughs> stay tuned. Um, also, check out my podcasting buddies, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Check them out every Sunday. And Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. And the Marbles with Soda and Ethan talking all things NASCAR. Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel, his wife Caitlin, and of course the twins, uh, Cole and Rocco over there. They're getting nine months old. They're getting so big. It's crazy because I remember like when she was pregnant, and then I remember when she had the kids, and it's like nine months? Like, really? Time goes fast. It's crazy. Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. The Trivia with Buds Podcast with Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf. And, of course, his amazing Chop Shop and his artwork at the Art of Jason Wolf. In fact, I just got a Chop Shop update like two minutes ago via Twitter direct message. It was something I didn't know about. I was like, ooh, I'm definitely in for that. Now, Pulling Up a Chair with our buddy Tim at a Chair Shot. Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with Richard Yule. And, of course... Tots with Al Day. Check that out as well. He'll be coming up next week. And also check out all of our t-shirts out. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. BBPH.RedBubble.com And Watermaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, TB Toycast, or any of our podcasting buddies as well. And also TB Toycast is over on StoreFrontier.com forward slash TB Toycast. Check that out. Uh, thank you guys for checking out You Know It's Fake, right? And remember... As the great Johnny Valentine once said, I cannot make you believe that pro wrestling is real, but I sure as hell can make you believe that I am. I'm Brian Breaker. This is You Know It's Fake, Right? And we'll see you guys in seven days. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. I've been around for a minute, and I can stand toe-to-toe with the best of the minute. Don't give a damn about critics, they talk a lot, but at the end of the night, I'm selling the tickets. All the tough guys avoid me, the ladies all adore me, paparazzi record me, I can put on a clinic, all my opposers are born.